Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Castle podcast. I am Joel Fragamani. I'm your host for today's big show. Big week at the Comedy Castle. Let's get into what you're going to see and what you're going to hear on this show. All right, let's do it. Uh, tonight, as I'm recording this, uh, Tuesday, the 26th of September, is Kevin Lapine's Hypnosis Unleashed. We talked to Kevin a few weeks ago. That is up on ComedyCastlePodcast.com if you want to hear me talk to the great Kevin Lapine, who does a wild, hilarious hypnosis show. If you're hearing this, tickets are still available. Uh, it's at 7.30 p.m., so if you want to see the wild Hypnosis Unleashed, that's tonight. And it's only a couple hours from probably when you're hearing this, but it is tonight at 7.30, so come out and see Kevin. Uh, Wednesday night, the 27th of September, we've got open mic night at 7.30 p.m. Some amateurs, some professionals, all doing short sets. It's always a good time at open mic night. And I think you're going to see... Uh, oh, oh, actually, I should mention this. I was going to say you're going to see my own mic night. Uh, former podcast host of this podcast, Tom McCarthy, is the opening act for Kevin the Pine. I forgot to mention that. So, yeah, that's... Uh, that's uh, tonight, and then open mic night. And I think Tom might be on the open mic as well. If you love Tom from this show, come see him do some comedy. Open mic night, Kevin the Pine. Either of those. Uh, and then Thursday through Saturday, headliner April Macy comes to the club. And you'll hear me talking to April in just a couple of minutes. We had a great talk. But we got a 7.30 p.m. show on Thursday. Shows at 7.15 and 9.45 on Friday the 29th. And then Saturday, September 30th, 7 p.m. and 9.30. Get your tickets at ComedyCastle.com for April. April's one of our favorite headliners. I, I mentioned that in the interview. The staff really loves uh, April. She's super funny. She's dirty comic. <laughs> no doubt about that, but uh, it's hilarious. And uh, I think you guys will love it. Good opening acts, too, this week. Dave Mischewitz who's funny. And uh, Jack Reeves was one of my students. And I, I think Jack is a, a future star, a future headliner at the Comedy Castle, perhaps. Jack Reeves, a really young guy, kind of low key, makes you think, but always funny. Um, so that's come. That's this weekend. Uh, also should mention, uh, what else should we mention? Oh, comedy, uh, the, the comedy classes. Let's bring that up because we've got uh, my new class will be starting November 4th on Saturday. So if you want to take the advanced comedy class with me, meaning you've done some comedy or you've done the beginner class, you can call the Comedy Castle at 248-542-9900 to sign up for the advanced comedy class. That starts Saturday, November 4th at 1230 in the afternoon and runs for about three hours for six weeks. We have a great time in that class. Love my students. We did open mic last night. They were really funny. And I went up. And I was really funny. I'm not always really funny <laughs> at the open mic, but I, I was there. I was last night. You should have seen it. New Way Bar in Ferndale, man. 20 people watching. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then if you want to do the beginner class for anyone that wants to start comedy, whether you're doing it for fun, whether you're doing it because you want to be a working comic, Call the club at 248-542-9900, and they can sign you up for the Comedy 101 class with Bill Bouchard. Bill's a super funny comic, uh, a real good dude, and a great teacher, so you can sign up with him. Not sure uh, when those classes begin, but they'll tell you when you call, all right? 
figure that out. Do some comedy and work with Bill, then work with me. Why not? You'll enjoy that. And speaking of enjoying things, I really enjoyed my talk with April Macy today. We covered a lot of ground, I think, in the the time we had. Um, What did I learn about April? Well, I knew a lot. I always do this. I always do that deep dive with her and, uh, you know, figure out what they've done. And she did a TED Talk. So we'll talk about the TED Talk and uh, her background in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where she came from. Why her parents don't think (laughs) the parents are not impressed, apparently, with her career, even though she's been everywhere and done everything you can do in comedy, pretty much. Parents not impressed. That's hard to believe. I found that hard to believe. But anyway, she'll tell you about that. Uh, We'll hear why are there not more female comedians headlining? It's a question that uh, she brings up in, in her media interviews, and I brought it up to her. I have my own theories. You'll hear those. Uh, we'll talk about uh, uh, her and her husband doing boxing training and what that's like. A lot of really funny uh, stuff in here. April's a blast. Uh, do come out and see her this weekend. And if you're, if you're not convinced, I think we should throw it to the interview right now. Here's me talking to April Macy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the other end of my line here, I am delighted to be speaking to this weekend's headliner, April Macy. April, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's a big week at the Comedy Castle with you. Oh, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, we love having you. I mean, I'm speaking for the staff. Oh. Because the staff <laughs> loves you. I try to be a reasonable human. <laughs> it's so well, easy. We no, the, some headliners they they no, they don't get that. <laughs> no, I know it's very strange to me, especially when you work such limited hours. Like you're already yeah. blessed to like work yeah. an hour to what out two hours yeah. a night, and then to be an animal on top of it yeah. has never quite made sense to yeah. me. Yeah, we had a comic recently. And uh, after his first show, me and the other guys, we got together. We go, boy, he's in a real good mood. Uh, man, he's he's never been in a, he, you know, he's kind of been a little bit of a jerk in the past. And I, one of the guys goes, yeah, his wife's not with him today. That's why. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. That's hilarious. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. He was perfectly pleasant. But, um, but yeah, we love having you at the club. It's always a fun week. But it's a big week in Detroit. Yeah, you know, if you know that, oh yeah, because today, as we're speaking, on an airplane heading to Detroit is President Joe Biden. <laughs> he is just me and him. Do you, know, okay, do you know what he's doing? He's he's going to walk the picket line with the UAW because okay. we have a strike this week. And then tomorrow, I believe, I don't know if he's striking. I think he's too lazy to strike. But former President Donald Trump will be coming to Michigan to Detroit. To uh, talk to the auto workers. So, oh, this is hilarious. I hope I can something? get an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope Uber prices aren't surging. This I don't weekend. know, but I, but I, well, I think I think Trump would be out of here by Wednesday. So, but you might arrive Wednesday. I don't know when you arrive. You don't have to tell. Um, us, but yeah, I, I'm flying. I'm flying yeah, Wednesday flying. night. Yeah, okay. I hope they don't have to clear airspace yeah, for my dumb face yeah. to come in. I don't have to clear airspace for Trump's dumb face either, you know? I mean, come on, let's be honest. But uh, <laughs> I know you're not a fan of Mr. Trump, so I... I... Um, 
I, 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 but I, I, I would like to point out that I, I don't talk about politics mostly in my yes. act because I'm afraid of being shot in a parking lot <laughs> in Florida. So, so I try to keep, yeah. uh, keep it right down the line. That's good. I, I feel like my job as a comedian isn't to polarize people, yeah. and I'm not that informed. So, yeah. So that's why I don't talk about politics. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you do talk about sex. Which I do. Yeah. I do talk about wieners. <laughs> Very controversial. You know, I, I'm a comic. I also talk about wieners, but I think it's funnier when you do it. <laughs> Thanks. I yeah, I've been talking about wieners. I find wieners hilarious. I, I just think it's so weird that people attach shame to the one common denominator yeah. for all of humanity. It's just never made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like that the one thing in the room everybody does, people are like, dirty, dirty. <laughs> like it's just it's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And, guys are guys are but you know, guy with guys, it's uh we're, we're so like, you know, it, it kind of people say, you know, it, they guys have this reputation for like, that's all we think about. And we're always touching it and we're always thinking about it. And I can't argue with those <laughs> those observations. I think that's correct. I feel like women, though, it's it's similar. I do feel like women, it's it's similar, but I feel like we're not vo- as vocal about it or maybe mm. we're just not allowed to be as vocal about it. Yeah. I feel like women are, are thinking about taking a pounding every once in a while, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't rule us out. That's good to know. That's good to know. Um, yeah. And we were uh, and, and that's one of the things about you that I really love is that it's it's balls to the wall. It's as dirty as any guy comic you'd really ever want to see. So people that are looking for that, uh, yeah. you know, you bring that like in a, in a great way, in a hilarious way. And maybe that's, uh, I think being a woman, uh, appeals more to women. You know, I, I, so I want women to feel very comfortable coming out this weekend because, uh, it's a hell of a show. I do like to think I empower women one wiener joke at a time, but I feel like it's also like, I do try to also make it palatable for men. So men aren't like, I hate lady comics. And you're like, no, I'll give it back. I'll give Mm. a little bit back to the fellas that were a little, little cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Yeah. We got to, you know, and that's one of the things that's, uh, you know, and you bring this up and I was going to bring this up too, because I I teach comedy class and your observation about, and you say this in some of the interviews that I watched about, you know, comedy club only has a female headliner so many weeks, right? It's every couple of months. Yeah. And the comedy castle isn't that different from that. You know, we, I think we do a pretty good job, uh, but you know, at the base level, you know, the people that I'm teaching these beginning comedians or like I was at an open mic last night, there's a lot of females like it's half women yeah. now doing comedy, which when I started was not the case. And I'm like, well, where, where, what happens that we don't have the headliners, but yet on the lower level, there's tons of women like more than ever doing but it. There are, I feel like it's still like a weird stigma and there's still like an old school mentality that kind of courses through comedy clubs. And what I find confusing is like women typically are over half an audience. It's like, so if, and also women are the social planners. So it's like the men that are coming out, it's like that dude never, my husband hasn't planned anything for me in three years. (laughs) Like, like dudes that are coming out are not making the decisions. So it's like, I never understood why comedy clubs wouldn't cater to over half your audience. Yeah. It's like you're if 
if you're marketing, like you would want to market to the people that are buying the tickets and yeah. like planning the event. And I feel like women come out in lady packs of like, mm-hmm. it's rare to see like a, a group of dudes yeah. rolling out to a comedy show. <laughs> you're like, so right. Like, oh, Mark organized the tickets for everybody. <laughs> you're like, yeah, Mark did. <laughs> I'm sure Mark's wife fucking bought him. It's, it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. We talk to those so. guys like the bachelor party comes and it's very rare. You know, like you'll have 10 bachelorette parties for every bachelor party at the club. But then you would talk to those yeah. guys you're like, yeah, we're going to strip club after. Don't worry. Yeah, we're going. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, I've, and they're always super unruly. Like, I feel like bachelorette parties are also kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, but they are. I, they're like, it's about me. Yeah. There's always that that <laughs> element. No, I've never understood why why there wouldn't be more. And there are a lot of great female headliners. Yeah. Like I feel like I can name fifty off the top of my yeah. head that are fantastic. Yeah, we we we're trying. You know, I mean, when I, I look, I don't book the club, but I know that you know there is an effort to bring in females, and it's for exactly you know it's great business, uh, even if you don't you know <laughs> whether yeah. who you think is funny, you take put that out the window and go. It's just good business to have women. It's just good business to have gay comedians. Women are yeah. spenders. Yeah. yeah, I feel like women are the spenders too. Like if you yeah. look and you go to like. I feel like, it, especially like merch sales, it's always women. Women are buyers for the yeah. house. It's like women just love, we love to, we love to get <laughs> love to <stuff>. shop. <laughs> yeah, we, ladies be shopping. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, because I'm trying to, you know, when I tell my students about this, and I'll, talk, I'll bring up the subject with them and say, I don't know what happens along the way. I don't know if it's a bunch of creepy dudes as you start getting more exposure in comedy. And and I'm sure there's some element to that, which, you know, I can't relate to at all. But um, something happens. And I I wish that wasn't the case. But uh, I feel like it's slowly shifting. Like, it's definitely better now than when I started. I mean, uh, there was a club I used to go to in Kansas City, and that club owner has since died. But I would—he would be like grabby. I'm like, dude, you can't grab me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like pause off this weekend. And I'm like, well, at least there's no more grabbing. So that's fun. <laughs> 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 We've really progressed as ladies. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. And then you know, I was watching the TED talk you did too, which oh was, yeah, I learned a yeah. lot. I did do a TED talk. You I did. feel fancy. Yeah. I wish my parents were more proud of me. <laughs> you would think with a TED talk and a <laughs> LA Times parents? article under my belt that, that I'd be winning so, in the sibling race. <laughs> so they're still around, the parents? Yeah, oh, yeah. My okay. parents are only in their 60s. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. They're in horrible shape, but they're uh, <laughs> only 67. So I hope okay. they're still around. Well, I mean, do you have a sibling that they're more proud of? And why do you think yeah, that bo- is? Yeah, uh, both of the others. My really? two brothers. What are, do they do? Yeah. Um, one's in law school and one just graduated USC film school with oh. his master's in directing. So oh, that is kind of that is pretty good stuff. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm the uneducated. I'm more on a group. <laughs> Yet I have a TED talk. <laughs> You have a Netflix special and a TED Talk. Come on. Yeah. Come on. And an LA Times writer. Yeah. So I'm really crossing off all the bases. Let's go. Network television, last comic standing. Come on, parents. Yeah. This is hard. Uh, cable. Stuff to do. Cable, uh, <laughs> streaming, all the medias. All, all of them. Print. Podcast. Print. Come on. Yeah. Here we are. And I also. Just doing all the things. I watched you do some local media. 
Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Actually, there are some fun ones. I feel like WGN in Chicago is a fun, like, news station. There's a few good ones. Okay. A few local radio guys that I really still enjoy, even though nobody really does that anymore. Yeah, that's too bad. That was good exposure to do the morning radio. It was, yeah, other than getting up in the morning, I don't miss that. But there are some still some fun ones that actually that actually are still still hanging around. Yeah, I watched the guy. It might have been WGN. And, you know, maybe this isn't the worst thing in the world. And I'm not a, I'm not like a person that's offended on your behalf. But he said something effective like, look at that. You know, they pulled up some still of you, you know, to promote the weekend, which we're doing. And he goes, I'm printing that picture out. For late, oh, and, no. and it was like, what? Are, oh. What are you doing with the picture of April? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah, strange. That was very odd. Why do you need it printed? <laughs> yeah, like, why, what year I, is it that you need a hard copy? I I have some idea why he might be printing it out, but you know that's gross. Exactly, gross. It's exactly Don't gross. Tell me. I'm not. I'm shutting up. That's oh. it. That's it. I'll show yeah. up now. Yeah, that TED Talk was, what was that, like seven or eight years, okay. seven years ago, yeah. six years ago? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool to do. I know there's there's some local uh, comics that get on the one that we do every year in Detroit and tell their story. And I'm like, I didn't know any of this about you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, definitely. I was definitely more nervous doing a TED Talk oh, sure. than I was doing comedy. Because once you take out the laughs, now mm. you're like, ooh, now I just got to talk. Yeah. But they were laughing. I heard it. At first, when I turned it on, you're like, tell, you open with some jokes. And I go, oh, I can't. And like, nobody's laughing. But I just think they didn't mic it like you would mic yeah, the comedy Yeah, it wasn't crowd properly. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't properly audience mic'd. But it, I mean, I, it's not supposed to be it's so funny to me when people judge like a TED talk and you get you read you read your your comments and you're like, it wasn't supposed to be funny. It was a TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania is where you come from. And uh, yeah, trying to think if I've been I've done some comedy and in, 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 all over Pennsylvania. I don't know if I've done Allentown, but uh, um, it's you know, it's funny. Now I see the charm. I hated it growing <laughs> up, but now I kind of see the charm and enjoy it more. Well, you know, and and I have family. My family, my mother's side is from Western Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, I had a grandfather who was a coal miner. Oh, nice. He got Just thrown in thrown <laughs> thrown in after the canary. But he got he got the black lung, and he had to move oh, to no. Detroit. He couldn't be a coal miner anymore. Oh no! Yeah, that's a hard luck story. There. That's a hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he'd be. I'm sure if he was around. He would not be proud of what I'm doing. You think so? I feel like my family would be still be proud. I don't think they could fathom that, you know, I could talk into a microphone or entertain people or even just working at the comedy castle that that would be, enter, you know, to a man who was a coal miner, if he'd have any respect for that whatsoever. I don't yeah, know. my grandfather was a master sergeant in the army oh. and, uh, I don't know how they'd feel about my wiener jokes. They're pretty conservative <laughs> Catholics, so maybe they wouldn't be. Maybe I would have shamed the family. Yeah. Well, the religious thing, yeah. I was Family was Catholic, too, because I'm Italian on my dad's side. So I got that okay. Roman Catholic thing. And then, yeah, the Pennsylvania folks were Catholic as well, so. And I'll tell oh, you yeah, what. I was denied First Holy Communion. That's where we're at as a family. Denied? 
Yeah, my parents were heathens and I was pulled out of catechism <laughs> and they were like, why do you come here? And I was like, my Nana makes me come. And then uh, they're like, you can make the choice for yourself when you're 18. And then the funny thing is, because my husband and I were dealing with like travel ban stuff and he was living in Italy at the time. We didn't want to. It was like a whole deal to like mm-hmm. get married in Italy legally. And so um his friend is a priest at the Duomo in Florence. And he was like, well, if you're married in the Catholic church, we can, I, you like the Italian government considers it like a legal wedding. Oh. Like if you're married in the eyes of the Lord. And so to do that, because I bapti- was baptized and wasn't confirmed, my husband and I had to go through all the classes. <laughs> <laughs> and this priest was pretty boring. So we would get a little boozy before we went to our classes to like muscle through it. Oh, wow. And then I was confirmed in the Duomo in Florence. So I'm like the churchiest of all churches. Yeah, that's the so that guy that rejected me as a child, as a as a dirty heathen. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Yeah, went right to right to Italy, right where God hangs out. To, yeah, 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 right exactly. where it's so funny. I don't really believe anything. <laughs> I, I don't just either. try to respect. Okay. Nothing. I really so, I don't really yeah, I'm not a believer. I just uh well, we were legally looking to get married yeah. and I'm still res- of people's choices sure. me too but it's it's yeah i had a holy communion and then um i was in catechism and one day after catechism when my mom was picking me up from this lady's house she said i don't think joel should come back to catechism because he asked too many questions like i was questioning the existence of god in catechism class when i was like 10 years old and they, and they said no part of and it. they and the lady said this guy's this kid's too much and that was pretty much yeah. it for me in the church yeah yeah when i was in catechism i guess my mom was just sitting in her t-top camaro eating pie <laughs> with her big cans and then the lord wanted none of our family yeah. her kids were too big for the lord but i mean if the lord's a guy you think he'd like tits yeah yeah, you created those big old cans (laughs) those big old polish knockers you better better accept her exactly oh man yeah that's uh yeah being religious bribe i know people that really did the religious you know bringing up and some of those people are Almost fucked up people I know. I think you're better no, off. Cuckoo, yeah. fully cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Why is that? I always try, and I don't. I don't. Uh, and again, I respect anybody's choice now. But people tell me they've never had a drink of alcohol. I go, what's oh. wrong with you? What's I feel like unless you were, I can understand it if you were raised in like an alcoholic oh, okay, family yeah, yeah. and you decided to go against it. But like, I mean, I was raised in an alcoholic family, but I still like believe in. I'm like, I can moderate. Yeah, uh, moderation. And a little moderation, but I get it. If somebody's like just saw real sadness in their house growing up, you're like, all right, maybe I won't go down that path. Yeah. But then I feel like it comes out and, you know, whatever you would, p- normal people would do to cut loose, they, they're doing something else. That's my theory. Oh, yeah. Right? There's always an offshoot. It's yeah. the same with sex- uh, sexuality, I think. Like, yeah. you can't, like, speaking of the Catholic Church, I'm like, you can't just repress sexuality completely. It's a normal biological function to be like no wiener touches of the Catholic Church. Yeah, and then look what the look what the priest is up to. Yeah, I'm saying it comes off in a weird offshoot. Yeah. You can't just completely squelch it. I agree with that. That's a <laughs> the priests are. You know, I win, and you know, I I hate to be that. You know, the comic who goes, well, the priest never touched me. It's like. You're lucky, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. There's a that. lot. There's a lot of diddling going on a in lot. Boston. Terrible. 
All right. Well, let's bring this. Let's bring this to a close. Oh, you're, so you okay. are still married. I want to bring this up too. It was you coming to the club this weekend? Okay. Yes. You are still married. That's a that's I a am. thing. All right. So I'm going to had our five year five oh, year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. So I was thinking, and we don't have to do this, but if you want to pull a prank with me, we can come together right now and make this prank because I'm pretty sure my coworker. And technically, my supervisor, Bill Lodge, you know, Bill, who works the door Mm -hmm. there with me. He's got a crush on you. I can't lie. I think it's obvious. (laughs) I didn't know. I didn't know. I could tell him because I'm going to see him tonight. I could say, you know, I talked to April and, you know, she's going through a tough time in that marriage, Bill. You might have your shot. Oh, sad. Oh, no. I shouldn't oh, do sad. that. I won't do that. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I yeah. thought about doing it, but yeah, maybe that's too much for Bill. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Yeah, Bill, I'll have I'm to, not like, saying. Rub his head or something. Yeah, please do. He would enjoy. <laughs> but then trust me, he would enjoy that. And he's, a, right. and he's a sweet man. And if you weren't married, I'd say, yeah, take a shot with that, Bill. But no. Oh, it's really nice. Yeah, five years together, about that's seven. Great. So that's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, we're hanging in there. We're, yeah. We're both qu- yeah, we just got done boxing together. We're trying to stay Ooh. fit. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm pretty gelatinous normally, <laughs> <laughs> so I really need to, like, do some fitness to maintain my gelatiny. Have you tried other things in boxing? Was there something that you enjoyed? You more? know, I did, like, a car. I used to do, like, a bar class, which it's, like, oh, okay, it, yeah. nothing I enjoy more than punching things in the morning. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, I, I regulate that way so I don't punch in normal life. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've never done, what have I done? Yeah, I don't do, I walk. That's what I do. That's it. Yeah, we try to get our 10,000 steps, steps in. And then, Maybe I should yeah. punch some stuff. I'm telling you, punching in the morning, <laughs> it, especially if you're married, if you pu- go to boxing so you don't punch each other at oh, some point. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Or you could just envision punching, like if you're hitting a heavy bag, you're like, that's his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, look, uh, this weekend, we got five big shows with you. And uh, you've been to the club many times and always it's super fun and uh, we enjoy having you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, get your tickets. Come on, people. Yeah. Get your tickets. This is a good time of year, right? Is this a good time of year for the club? Yeah. Because, you know, the summer, like in Michigan, people always go, well, everyone's at the the lake. lake. They don't want to come. And then you get into the fall and people are like, all right, it's time to go back inside. So yeah. we'll come to the comedy castle, but, uh, you know, we do and it's this getting chilly a little bit. Yeah. You'll see some nice, we don't have, we don't have fall color yet. So you, okay. won't, you shouldn't be seeing that. And it's, oh, it's my birthday on Saturday. Oh, so people well, should definitely come out. I'm applauding for your birthday. So Saturday Thank night you. birthday show. Yeah. Can they send a shot up to you or do you not do that on stage? Um, I'm not really a huge, it, it's like I get after two, I get real heavy tongued and weird. All right, so. <laughs> I'm not a shot lady, right. but I will have a casual glass of white wine. All like, right. like a, do the late like show. an aging broad. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Do that. Nine thirty late show that we have. <laughs> yeah. Maybe on the late show, I'll have one shot, but that's uh, unless you want to see me all sad after. Mm, well, no one wants that. Yeah. But April, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say that I'm flying the next morning. Oh, you're so flying, nothing yeah. sadder than a real boozy <laughs> head taking a long haul flight. Ugh. Well, thanks for talking to me. This was great. I'm so excited to see you. 
And I'm excited, excited for the weekend. Yeah, it's always fun having you at the Comedy Castle. And, uh, you know, if you haven't seen April's, I mean, they shouldn't watch too. I, I mean, I don't know how new of the act is versus the stuff that's sort of out there. But um, uh, lots of great. I feel like I got to get more crowd work clips going so I don't burn more material. The crowd work clips. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's the thing now. Are you destroying hecklers? Has that happened? Um, I don't feel like (laughs) unless they're animals. You know what I will say? I did. I feel like there's a certain age group of women that truly are the worst Uh. in, in terms of like hecklers at comedy clubs. I was in the Netherlands and a woman got on stage. I had to wrestle a Dutch woman. Oh, wow. For the microphone back. <laughs> that was the worst it was. And then one time in Kansas City, I had an opener who was 16 years old. Oh, and this middle-aged man, maybe in his like late 40s, early 50s, was like, you suck. And the kid who's 16 goes, thank you, sir. I don't have a father. <laughs> you were like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. That's a comeback <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, let's hope no come to the shows, but don't heckle. We don't want that. Yes. We, yes. You, you'll deal with me. You'll deal with Bill. And you don't want that. You'll deal no. with April if you get to the stage. Yeah. She'll She's take tough. you down. She's punching things. She's a real strong. She's got a real strong right hook. <laughs> she knows how to punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, April. Hey, fun talking to you. We'll see you this weekend. Awesome. Thank right. you so much. And have welcome. a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Bye. That was good. That was a nice talk. What a pleasant, uh, always in a good mood. And she has, you know, she has opinions, which I like. I like that. Uh, and she nails that stuff about the club. And, you know, uh, that heckler story was wild, right? I mean, throwing a lady <laughs> like who's working the door at that club. And where was she in in, in Holland? I, I think she told me. Oh, man. Oh, April Macy, come see her. She's funny, pretty lady. Not that that's important. I mean, show business is looks-based, and I, you know, but it's not like she's not good. (laughs) It's not like she's not a hilarious comedian, because she is. And you should check those clips out. I don't know how much of that is... uh is is going to be on the stage this weekend. But the Netflix special was super funny and uh, everything she's got up there. The local news guy. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I'm not printing out photos of the comments. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Come see April this weekend again. Kevin Lapine tonight. Open mic Wednesday. Big week at the Comedy Castle. Thanks for joining me on this one. We'll see you if you're coming out for April Macy. Come say hi to me. Say hi to Bill. Remember that he has a crush on April Macy, I think. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time on the Comedy Castle podcast, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.